Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Well, hello there, friends. I am coming to you from sunny Utah. If you have been following along our journey at all, we are traveling in a school bus and we were in Arizona for like six weeks or so. And now we've made it to Utah. So we're in Utah for a while. And if you want to follow along with our journey and hear more um, things about grief, I share a lot about grief on my Instagram and I share about our journey in the bus and traveling and kind of what it's like. So if you want to follow along there, you can go to Cultivated Family on Instagram and follow along. I share grief and travel. So it's a really fun place to kind of learn what we're doing and get support and learn about grief more too, just day to day. Um, if you want a little bit more than what you hear weekly on the podcast. So I recently heard this description that goes something like this, that there are three lanes or business, three types of business. There's God's business, there's your business, and there's other people's business. And suffering happens in your life when you are in God's business or other people's business. And so often we want to change things that are not our business. And no matter how hard we try, we cannot change them. We can't change our spouse, our kids, what happened in our lives, what's happening to someone we love. It feels like to me when I try to do this in my life, it's like hitting a brick wall over and over and over again. Cannot change it. And yet we try. We try to force our way on it, try to put our opinions, beliefs, or what we think or should um, or should not have happened in there. We try to make it happen. So God's business is all the things that just happen that we have absolutely no control over. Life, death, the things that happen, those are God's business. We didn't choose them. We can't change them. We can't do anything about them. They are what has happened in our lives. And other people's business is exactly that, right? The things outside of ourselves that sometimes we believe if, we ch- if they changed, then things would be different. Our life would be different. We would be happier. Let's take a few examples. If only my husband showed me his love more, I would be a happier wife. If my husband did the things we could be more connected, I would be a happier wife. If society was more open to talking about hard things, we wouldn't have such shame and guilt about so many things in our culture. Um, if people didn't always say the wrong things, then I wouldn't be in so much pain. If my children would just listen to me, I would be a calmer mom, right? The last place we ever want to look is at ourselves. What can we change in our own lane? What can I do for myself that doesn't involve dealing 
in someone else's lane or in God's lane. Another way that I've heard this described is in terms of manuals, that we might have a manual or like a thing that we look at and we say, this is how somebody is supposed to be. So we might have a manual for how we think our husband is supposed to be or a husband or how a child is supposed to act or how a marriage is supposed to work or how you are supposed to grieve. Maybe you have a manual for grief. This is what grief is supposed to look like how our life is supposed to be, how our friends should act, and what good friends look like. We might have a manual for our life and how children are not supposed to die. When we have manuals for other people and they don't follow them, we get angry at them. (laughs) Maybe we think they're not good friends, good childrens, or husbands because they are not following our manual that we set for them. That probably... We didn't even tell them about it. So what kind of expectations do you have for others in your life that you keep getting disappointed over and over and over again when they don't follow them or they don't meet your expectations? This is the same for believing that children are not supposed to die. It's like the fighting what is. Children do die. My child died. If you're listening to this, Chances are your child or baby died as well. And it's like going over and over and over it again and again and nothing changes. It's still the same. And this is part of, you know, like kind of our brain's way of coming to understand what happened. Um, We just don't want it to be true. But when we believe that children shouldn't die and yet they do, It doesn't change anything. It just creates a lot of suffering for us. Okay, so how do you stay in your own lane? I want to share a story for you from my own life. When Aria died, Justin and I were the most connected we had been in our lives up until that point. Getting through the first few weeks, we clung to each other and really tried to support each other as much as we could in those first waves of grief. Um, I was nervous that we would be one of those couples whose marriage wouldn't survive. I just heard the statistics and I was really scared of that and I didn't want that. As time went on, we started to become disconnected. We fought a lot. We made every effort to connect and it seemed like we just couldn't understand each other. And every time I was sad about Arya, I wanted to share it all with him and I wanted to hear everything that he was going through as well. I wanted to know all his thoughts. I had this dream that we would share together and connect and that through this we would grieve at the same time, that we would grieve together because Arya was our daughter and we kind of should feel the same things, right? I kept trying to get him to grieve like me. I kept trying to get in his business and tell him how he's supposed to grieve because, you know, I was doing it correctly and clearly he wasn't feeling his pain. I was worried that many years down the road that he would be hit by grief and be unable to function. And I just had this like, come on, let's deal with it now. Not, you know, excuse me, many years down the road. And I wanted him to grieve in a healthy way. The problem is that this didn't really work. It just created more conflict, frustration, and fighting. And this was by far the hardest thing that we had ever experienced in our lives. I had heard that couples grieve differently 
and that couples could have extreme stress in their relationships. But I didn't want that to be us, and (laughs) somehow it was. I have a clear memory of going to the cemetery, and after bawling my eyes out, I asked Justin, how come you never cry? Aren't you sad? Don't you miss her? He got really upset with me and was like, um, you think I'm not sad? Just because I'm not actually crying doesn't mean I don't hurt on the inside. And just because you can't see my pain doesn't mean I'm not feeling it. Wow. That was when I first realized that we truly do grieve differently. And I wanted to connect with him in my grief, but I can't put a manual on him on how he's supposed to grieve. So I asked myself, how can I show up for him and help him? And how can I support myself in my own grief? And I want to share what it looks like in our lives now. I don't tell him how to grieve. I don't tell him how to run his life or how to feel emotions or how to do anything. I've dropped my manual for him in his grief and try to stay in my own lane as much as possible. And I want to do a side note that I'm not perfect at this. Um, I've done a lot of work in the grief area, but in the rest of our lives, I'm going to be honest, I'm not perfect. (laughs) That's for sure. But in the grief area, for us, this looks like this. When I'm sad, I want to share with him. Um, I do. He usually doesn't share much back with me. He just listens and holds space for me. And when he's sad, and if he does share that with me, I hold space for him. And he doesn't ever tell me anything about what he's thinking about. And I've had to learn to be okay with that really deep in my heart. I just want to know everything that's going through his head. I want to know every detail about what he's thinking about. But I've learned that this is enough, that I can put my manual down for him, stay in my own lane, and take care of my own grief. And through that, we can grieve together in our own way. And then in our marriage, it's so much deeper and better than ever. So again, how do you stay in your own lane? If you want to take this practically into your own life, first notice where you do have manuals for other people or where you um, are trying to be in somebody else's business, trying to fix, change, or control their life. Maybe you view it as helping. You're trying to help them out. You're trying, you see where change could happen. You see where it could be better for them. But it really isn't because it's not your business. Um the next thing you could notice what these manuals that you have are and notice how they're helping or hurting you. Um, As another side note, I would love it if everyone followed my manual too. Um, But I haven't been able to figure it out and how to get everyone to listen to me exactly to what I say and think and do everything I expect when I expect it. So there's that. So it's really up to each of us to decide if we want to keep the manual or let it go. Because um, I found having manuals doesn't actually work. So the third thing would be to focus on where you do have control in your life, mainly your business, your lane, your own emotional health. You are the only person who is responsible for your life, for the boundaries you put up, for who you spend your time with, for how you react when people say things to you. If you stay in your lane and focus on how you can change, where you can reach out, how you can help, how you can take care of yourself, what you can and can't control, you can let go of so 
much suffering and struggle in your life. So what thoughts are you having that are creating suffering? What patterns do you have in your life that are creating struggle? What can you let go of? What can you add in? And what do you want to do in your life? Notice where you have a lot of conflict in your life. That can be an area that um, you can start with. It's like, okay, where is the struggle? Where is the conflict? Um, Notice where that's coming from. And notice if it's something that you wish could be different from the other two types of business, God's business or someone else's business. If it's in this, those businesses, in God's business or someone else's business, you can only do the work on yourself surrounding those situations. If it's in your business, well, <laughs> then that's up to you to do the work on yourself in that situation as well. In the end, the only lane you have control over is your own. And so you can stay in your own lane. You can let go of a lot of suffering. So much love to all of you this week. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, can you share it with a friend? Share on Instagram and tag me at Cultivated Family. I'd love to reshare it in my stories if you do. So until next week, friends, take care. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Gravy Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for Gravy Moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.